Hey, Career Girl Nation. This is episode 31 of the Deeper Than Work podcast. I'm your host, Dorianne St. Floor, salary strategist, HR expert, and the creator of Your Career Girl. All right. So today we're going to be talking about the five things you must be doing before you ask for your next raise. So if you are trying to get a salary increase this year, if that's something that's on your radar, then this is a must listen. Welcome to Deeper Than Work, a podcast for high-achieving and ambitious women ready to make more money, have more impact, and thrive at work and life. And now, here's your host, Dorianne St. Fleur, HR expert, career coach, and breaker of glass ceilings. This episode is brought to you by my Salary Conversation Scripts. If you're a top performer, but your paycheck didn't quite get the memo, then you need to download the exact word-for-word scripts to get the salary conversation started with your boss. You can literally start this conversation tomorrow. It's as easy as that. So head on over to the show notes. That's yourcareergirl.com slash blog slash episode 31 and click on the link to download your free scripts, word-for-word scripts for the salary conversation with your boss. So I'm so excited to jump into today's episode. As a salary strategist, I'm an HR professional. I'm sure you can guess that I speak to people who are trying to get a raise all day, every day. Like whether it's you know at my corporate job as director in HR, or it's coaching clients, you know, trying to land their next job that's higher paying. I am constantly speaking to people about how they can make more money. And while learning how to do salary negotiation and learning, you know, what the actual, the the target salary that they're trying to get, all of that stuff is important. There's so much that happens before that. There's so much that you should be aware of before you even breathe salary negotiation or breathe salary, I want more, you know, at work. Before you even think about it, there's just so much preparation that needs to happen. And this lack of preparation, like if you don't take the time to do these things that I'm going to go through with you today, you'll find that you're not getting the results that you want to get. And those results obviously is more money. So if you are thinking about asking for a raise, if you've already asked for a raise and you didn't quite get the outcome that you've wanted, or you know, you've just been thinking about this topic for a long time and just not sure where to start, then I want to walk you through these five things that you've got to do before you even start the conversation. You know, I have salary scripts that I provide. If you want to find out, you know, get your hands on that script, you can head on over to yourcareergirl.com slash blog slash episode 31. So I have the word for word script scripts that you need to use with your boss to start the conversation. But honestly, that's like step one, right? Step zero, before you even get to step one, are these five things that I'm going to talk you through today. So I'm going to go over these five things. As usual, grab your pen, grab your paper, let's take some notes. I want you to really get into the information that I'm about to share because I want to make sure that when you do get yourself in order and you do get everything together and you do have the conversation with your manager about making more money, that you are 100% prepared, okay? So the first thing that you need to do before you ask for your next raise, thing number one, is to take an honest assessment of your past performance. 
Please don't go into these salary conversations. Don't tell your boss, oh, I would like to make more money because, you know, I've done my research and this is happening. If your impact and, you know, the, the, the contributions that you've made to your team, to your company, to your department don't match what it is you're asking for. Right. So I myself am, a, you know, multiple six figure earner in my nine to five. I help many women get to six figures and just get, you know, even if they're not hitting six figures, but get a substantial increase. Right. But the prerequisite to getting paid in your job is that you have to be contributing you know, your, your contributions need to match that. So just take an honest assessment of your past performance. Think about whether or not you actually have been performing at top levels, right? Consistently. You want to think about what is it that you've done to warrant this conversation. If you show up late every day, if you give in half-hearted work, if you're not a team player, if you know you have a bad attitude, like all of these things, if, if, if these things are describing you, then you might want to take a step back, think of a new game plan before you go into this conversation and have this. So you need to really take an honest look and honest, you know, have an honest reflection about what it is that you're doing and what it is that you're contributing before you have this conversation. And once you've done that, once you've had this honest look and you've thought about your performance and you're like, yes, I am a top performer. Yes, I am doing what it is that I need to do, you know, in my career. I'm, I deserve this amount of money that I'm asking for. Then you need to put your your pitch together, right? You need to have a story. It's not about just walking into the office and saying, hey, I've been working here for 12 months. I haven't gotten a raise. This is the amount of money I want. I mean, you could do that, but let me just, you know, tell you that you're not going to get the results that you want. So it's best for you to craft a story. And by taking the time to have this honest assessment and think about your performance, this will help you put together the pieces of that story. So some questions that you can ask yourself as you're thinking about, okay, what's been my performance? What's my story going to be? You can ask yourself, what did I achieve professionally and personally in the last 12 to 24 months? What did I achieve professionally and personally in the last 24, 12 to 24 months? You can also ask yourself, what are my major accomplishments? And you should be as specific as possible with all of these questions, but especially with this one. Specifically, what are my major accomplishments? Another question to ask yourself is, what do my accomplishments tell me or what do they say about my success, right? Are there recurring themes that I'm always seeing? You know, that's another question you need to ask yourself. What repeating themes are there? Another question is, what are my immediate and long-term goals, right? Again, you want to be able to craft a story. You want to be able to walk into this office and have the confidence and the credibility you know, to, to back up why it is that you're asking for this raise. And so by taking the time to take an honest assessment, to craft your story, to ask yourself these questions, you're putting yourself in the right frame of mind and you're allowing, you know, this to, to be more of a no-brainer conversation that you're having with your boss. So an example of a, of a story that you, that you can put together 
Here's an example. It could sound something like, in the past six months, I was the point person for the most impactful project our team was assigned. My contributions not only saved the company thousands of dollars by eliminating the need to roll out a new tool, but it increased the company's goodwill with the employees. Since I've joined this team, I've consistently worked to build relationships in an effort to streamline communications and eliminate bottlenecks to ensure that the HR department has easy to follow guidelines and policies. I've always exceeded expectations, which has been noted in my performance reviews, and I know the company has greatly benefited from my collaborative, results-oriented mindset. Now, that's a mouthful, and I'm not telling you to memorize that. I'm telling you that just to give you a sense of what that sounds like. And it's not that you would go into your boss's office and just like spit out everything that you just said. This is not an exercise in memorization, right? But you want to be able to pull from these things. And the more tight your story is, the more that you've taken the time to reflect and answer those questions that I've posed to you earlier, then the more likely it will be that you'll have a a fruitful conversation. Okay, so that's step one is to take that honest assessment of your past performance and craft your story. Step two, now that you've done that, you've got to get yourself into the right mindset. And if you've listened to any other of my uh, podcast episodes, if you've read any of my blog posts, if you've been in any of my courses, if we have worked together in some sort of coaching relationship, then you knew this was coming. You knew I was going to talk about mindset because that's the foundation of it all. You cannot expect to have any major changes in your career or in your life if you don't have the right mindset. So you want to make sure... You know, this this sounds, what I'm about to say sounds like, like, duh, that you should be thinking that, but you'd be surprised. A lot of times when I start working with women, you know, my clients, one of the first things that we need to go through is this idea of, do you believe that you deserve to get paid more? Think about any of the limiting beliefs that you may have or any of the stories that you're telling yourself based on past experience that, you know, things that you've experienced or that you've watched other people experience. It's important that you tap into the right mindset. You must believe that you deserve to get paid more. If you believe that people in your specific industry or people with your credentials or you know people who with your background don't deserve to get paid more, then every decision you make, every move you make, that's going to be your outcome because you don't even believe that it's possible. So you want to get into the right mindset. That's you know why I'm here. I want to constantly tell you and let you know that it is possible, that you do deserve it, that you it's your your obligation to go out there and make the money that you're worth. You need to surround yourself with people who believe that and who will continue to motivate you to to be paid what you're worth. Whatever it is you need to do, you need to make sure you're doing it because you must believe that you deserve it. You also, you know, and so I've said all of that, right? (laughs) And then you also though need to be prepared for rejection, right? When I'm talking about getting into the right mindset for this conversation, while it would be amazing if 100% of the time, Every person that asks for more money gets it. That realistically is not the case for many reasons, right? Maybe it's budget reasons. Maybe you're already at the top of the band of whatever salary band it is. Many reasons it could be. So while you're not going in there expecting a negative outcome, you should though be prepared for them to say no. And honestly, that's the worst that they can say, right? It's not like you're going to get fired. It's not like you're going to, you know, people are going to be upset. It's not, you know, it's not any of that, but just be prepared that the answer might be no, because you don't want to go in there with false 
expectations, false hope, and then be completely blindsided if the outcome doesn't, you know, come out the way that you want it to be. So while you should be, you know, very much know that this is what you deserve, very much know that, you know, your contributions are worth it and you should be getting paid paid more, you also just want to have a little bit of preparation and be ready just in case the outcome doesn't go the way that you hope. And then also, you should think about what your next steps would be. So if the answer is no, if you don't get the money that you're asking for, if you get nothing or you get less than what it is you've asked for, then what would your next steps be? Are you going to leave? Are you going to stay and try to do something else? Are you going to act like it never happened? Like think these things through. A lot of times when, you know, women go into these conversations and they do work up the courage and they have their research and all of this stuff is ready and the outcome doesn't line up with what they were thinking, then they're like at a loss. They're like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what to do next. You know, do I leave? It just gets awkward and and all of that. And there's no right or wrong answer. It's specific to you and your situation and what you've got going on. You know, the truth of the matter is that people, a lot of people need their jobs. They can't just up and leave because things don't work out the way that they would have hoped. But you should have thought that through. You should be thinking about What are my options if this doesn't work out the way I want it to be? So getting into the right mindset encompasses all of that. It encompasses knowing that this is what you deserve. It encompasses putting your plan together, being prepared for any for rejection just in case that happens, and also determining what your next steps would be if that if if things don't work out the way you would have hoped. Step number three is to choose the right timing. This is crucial. Choose the right timing. Now, you know, no one's going to know the the schedule of your company better than you, right? So I can't tell you when uh, this is a question I get a lot, like when's the right time to ask for a raise? When should I be bringing this up, right? And the answer, which is not, you know, super helpful is it depends. <laughs> but what I will say is that I can tell you what are things that you should be looking for and what you should be paying attention to when you're trying to decide what the actual right time is. So think about, the first thing is, think about what the performance review schedule is for your company, right? Most companies have an annual review cycle where this is the time formally, even if you have, you know, many check-ins throughout the year, there's like a formal time where you're talking through your performance, the things that you've done well, the impact that you've made, your strengths and, you know, areas for development, all of those things. So think about when that is and think about, you know, if it's, if it's something that this is something that you should not wait for it to be the review conversation to be the first time that you're having this this talk with your manager, right? It's not that you sit down for your review, you hear about your performance and you hear all these things and you're like, oh my gosh, you're such a top performer, you're amazing, you know, and then you say, okay, great, so now let's talk about can I get a raise? Like, you should be planting those seeds before the conversation happens. So if you, if you have an annual cycle at your job, you likely know exactly when it is. It's not like it changes and it's a moving target. Every year around the same 
same time you have these conversations, you want to start planting these seeds about two to three months in advance. You want to have this conversation with your manager about your past accomplishments and all of the things that we discussed when you're crafting your story ahead of time. Because there are so many, like as someone in, I'm telling you guys, I am in the HR department behind the scenes. I've worked at you know, a few companies and I see how this works, this process is, it's a long process. It's not just like, oh, okay, let's, let's get all these, this, these salaries together in two, in two weeks, right? Or in a, in a, in a week, it doesn't work that way. It's, it's like months in the making. So you want to make sure that the fact that you are looking for a raise and the fact that you have specific expectations, you want to make sure that your manager is aware of that so that as your manager goes into these conversations with their manager or with HR or with the compensation team, they already have your expectations at the top of their mind. They already know, they've already had this conversation, they know what your expectations are, and they know that this is something that is on your radar. The mistake that a lot of women make is that they assume that their manager just knows that they wanna raise. Oh, he knows, of course I wanna make more money, or she knows, of course I wanna make more money, right? Or of course I want that promotion, of course I want that new opportunity. But it doesn't work that way, right? A closed mouth don't get fed. You must make it known what your expectations are, what the things are that you want. You got to speak up. You have to let that be known. And the best time to do that is to time it against your performance review schedule and make sure that you're having these conversations in advance of that. Another thing you need to think about as you think about timing is think about where your company is as far as their performance, right? So if it's a down year and your company has just lost like billions of dollars, or right? Maybe it's not a good time to ask for that raise. Maybe you need to wait a quarter or two to figure out, okay, things have leveled off. Now I'm going to ask for that raise, right? You have to be realistic. Again, this goes back to preparing for Rejection. As you prepare for that, you know, just in case that happens, obviously that's not the outcome that we would want. But as you prepare for it, you you should be thinking about these things. Like, what are the what are the possible objections that could come up from me asking for this raise? What are the things that my manager might say as to why we can't get this? Because their budget cuts because we've just laid people off because we've just lost money. Like these are things you should think about, and maybe that will that will change the timing of when you'll have this conversation. There is such thing as the right timing when it comes to these conversations. Just because you're amazing and you are producing and giving all of this impact and you're a top performer does not mean that your company is in a position to pay you. And that, again, ties back to what are your next steps, right? This is all this, all of this stuff works together. So as you're thinking about timing, you not only want to think about the performance review schedule, you also want to think about your company's overall performance. And then more tactically, think about your boss's preference for when they would like to receive this type of information or how they would like to receive this type of information. If you have a boss that likes to, you know, get this information in writing first so that they can digest it and think about it and have their points together and then have the conversation, then you need to make sure that that's you know, you're, that's embedded into your process. If you have a boss that likes to have these types of conversations in the morning and not at night or earlier in the week or in the middle of the week or whatever it is, 
be that tactical. Yes, be that strategic in this process when you're choosing the timing. Also think about what your boss actually prefers. All right. So the next step, and this is the most, this is all I say everything is the most important, right? (laughs) They're all important. But this is like one of the most important steps in this process is that you need to do your research. I cannot tell you how frustrating it is when someone takes the time, they put time on my calendar, they're like, you know, you're my HR person, I'd love to talk to you. And this has happened in, you know, all of the companies I work for. So this is just, this spans industries, it spans a lot of things. And they set up this time to speak to me and we we're having this conversation and they're talking about the fact that they don't feel that they're under, they don't feel that they're being paid with their worth, they should be making more money, but they're not. And I'm like, okay, so, you know, what are you expecting to make? What are your expectations? Oh, I don't really know. Okay, well, then there's, I I don't know what I should be doing with this information, right? It's much more likely that you're going to get some positive outcome from your ask if you've taken the time to do some research. So as you're doing your research, some things that you should be thinking about, you know, are actually how much money should I be making, like specifically, I I feel like I'm being underpaid or I feel like maybe if I'm making the typical salary at someone at my level that I, because of what I'm actually contributing, I should be making more. Think about that. What's the actual figure attached to that? You know, and also you really should get down to the nitty gritty as to, you know, am I underpaid or am I being paid the typical salary for the role, or am I being paid as if I was an average performer, but I'm actually a top performer? Like get down to that nitty gritty because as you have the conversation with your manager and as you prepare for any possible objections that may come your way, you wanna speak to that. It's, I'm always impressed when people can say, you know, I've done my research and I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not underpaid. I'm not going to say I'm underpaid. However, based on X, Y, and Z, based on these things that I've done, you know, I know that if I go to such and such, this other company, that I'll be making a premium on what I'm making because of the impact, because of the contributions, because of the value that I bring to the team. Right. These are when you're having that's a totally different conversation than saying I need to be paid more. I just more my friends are getting paid more like that's just a totally different conversation so you want to make sure you're doing specific research and nowadays there is no shortage of shortage of information you can go to glassdoor.com you can go to payscale salary.com you can go to linkedin you can ask your friends right there's so many ways that you can find out you can ask recruiters so many ways that you can find out what the salary should be for the role that you're looking for. And of course, you're taking all of this with a grain of salt. You know, it's not, Glassdoor is not the Bible. Like I have people who come up to me and like, well, it says it's on Glassdoor. Okay, that's cool. But you know, there's so many nuances and variables, but it will help you get a better sense of what's out there. And so you should take the time to do that research. Other things that you should be researching, what's your company's current position in their market? If they're a key player, if they're a a, a big kahuna out there and they are really taking over market share and they're a huge giant in the field, then yes, they can afford to pay you. So while maybe a smaller company would pay the, the lower end of a salary, your company can afford more. So these are conversations. You need to be savvy about this and know that if your company is a smaller player, don't expect to be paid you know, at the higher end 
of things, right? I've had the opportunity to work at like top companies in, you know, top 10 companies, top 10 investment banks, right? And I was getting paid like that. And then as you move to other, as you move to other companies, you realize, okay, the pay structure, I'm doing the same job, but the pay structure may not necessarily be the same. And no, it does not automatically mean that you're going to get, you should take a pay cut. I'm not saying that, but these are just all data points that need to be taken into consideration as you're coming up with your target. You should also be thinking about what your, what competitors are willing to pay you. Right? This is a crucial part in the conversation as well. If you have gone out to recruiters and you've you know, taken some calls with some other companies and you know that the range that they're willing to pay you is X, then, and you're being paid Y, then you know, something's gotta give, right? There's, this is a, a piece of, of information that you can use in your conversation as well, right? Think about what do your past accomplishments say about your future, like your future and where you're willing to go. Because again, this goes back to my original point about your value needs to match what you're asking for. If you're quoting competitor salaries that are like $15,000 higher than yours, but you wouldn't last a day at that competitor because your, you know, your output or your, your impact just, just wouldn't warrant you getting into a place like that then your boss may look at you funny when you come in there quoting all these other numbers. That's why, again, you start this whole process by taking an honest assessment of where you are and what you bring to the table. But once you know that, yes, I'm a top performer, I'm doing what it is I need to do, and I deserve this, and I could go out there and get a job somewhere else making more money, then all of these are fair game and they're data points that you should be speaking to as you are quoting your research to your, to your manager. Okay, and the fifth thing that you need to do before you ask for your next raise is to prioritize your asks. So now you've done some research, right? You know how much you want to be making. You've put together your story. You've taken an honest assessment. You've done all of these things and you're going in there. You know you deserve it based on everything that you've done. You're prepared just in case they say no. Like you've done everything. You've gone through this whole process. You should still take the time to prioritize in order of importance what are the things that you want because salary is not the only part of a compensation structure, right? Asking for more salary, that's one piece, but there are also other things like bonuses, like more vacation time, like flexible work arrangements, additional benefits, like there's other things that can be on the table in these negotiation conversations. So, you know, think about what those things are, rank them in order, and again, no right or wrong answer depending on your own preferences, where you are in your life, you know, what your life priorities are, that drives which of these things will be most important to you. But the point is that I want you to think about all of your options and I don't want you to only think about salary and that's the end all be all. And you have this conversation and you have, even if you get get it, like right? Like I coach women who did get it, right? They get what they're asking for, but then they don't even ask about, they don't even think you know, about anything else and what the other things are that, that would also make a difference to them. At this point in my career, I value flexibility. So that is absolutely something that's on the, that's one of my talking points whenever I'm having this conversation about, you know, my total compensation and my total rewards. That is a part of it because that's important to me. So you want to prioritize your asks, 
Think of everything that you want. You want to write them down, rank them order. And if you can, put assign a monetary value to it. There's absolutely a monetary value to vacation time, right? There's a monetary value to the benefits that you have. You should be aware of those things. And that will help you as you think about, okay, what's actually my total compensation? What am I willing to compromise on? What's really a non-negotiable for me to have versus what's not for me to have? All of this will help you as you're going back to a previous step, as you're thinking about what your next steps are and in case it doesn't go the way you want, what are you gonna do next? All of these things come into play. So you should be thinking about this as well, okay? So those are the five things. And just to give you a quick recap, number one is to take an honest assessment of your past performance and craft that story. Number two is to get into the right mindset. Number three, choose the right timing. Number four, do your research. And number five is to prioritize your asks. It's extremely important that you do all of these things as you go through this process, okay? So in order to get the show notes, I want you to head on over to yourcareergirl.com slash blog slash episode 31, and I will you know, give you a synopsis of what it is that we discussed here today. You can also pick up my new salary scripts, literally tells you the exact word for word scripts to use to get this conversation started with your manager. But again, before you go into those conversations, you're gonna do these five things, make sure that you're prepared for that conversation so that you're getting the outcome that you want. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I really felt it was important that I broke down what you need to be doing to prepare yourself for this conversation because while I love for you to download my salary scripts and have them in your back pocket and be ready to slay these salary conversations, I want to make sure that you're setting yourself up for success. So please head on over to the show notes, yourcareergirl.com slash blog slash episode 31. Um, Download those salary scripts, but before you do that, make sure you go through these five steps. Now, as always, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Share with your friends. Friends do not let friends stay underpaid. So go ahead and share. All right, I'll talk to you in the next episode.